TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. Hispanic Heritage Month begins Friday, September 15th, and the American Heart Association wants to keep up their discussion about stroke awareness with the Hispanic Latino community through their Rabido campaign. On today's Ask the Expert, we have Mercedes Cruz, who joins us in the KRLD Zoom room. She is a stroke survivor herself. She teaches stroke prevention and awareness across DFW. Thanks so much for the time today. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, what is the Rapido campaign? What is it, it stands for something, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Okay. And one of the things that we wanted to do when they created this was to mirror the English version, which is fast, rapido. Okay. Yes. Which it's easy for me to recognize in English because, you know, I, I've had a stroke, but basically, so rapido, R. Okay. Ready? It's cupid face in Spanish. You know, uh, rostro caído, okay? And then the A uh, will be, you know, an alteration of uh, the equilibrium, the balance. So, you know, uh, any distortion. Porque distorsión en el equilibrio. And then P is for pérdida de fuerza de brazo, which means the arm. Where fast is arm, droopy arm, or anything. In Spanish, that's what the P stands for. And then impairment uh, visual, which means... You know, imperamento visual, which means something is going to happen to the eye. So basically, you're going to have a droopy face, right? Uh, kind of thing. It happens. It could recover. Go back. <laughs> um, you're going to lose a clear. So it's going to feel like, hey, that person may be having, um, maybe drunk. No, they may be having a stroke. So we need to recognize it, right? Then they, you may ask them to put the hands up and down. And they, they're like thinking they're putting it straight, right? And one is higher than the other one. So to get that idea. And then uh, the visual, they can lose sight. Literally, that's what the scariest thing for me was as a stroke survivor. And then difficulty talking, difficulty hablando. Imagine if I would have lost my voice. Uh-uh, I use this baby too much. Okay. <laughs> and then the last one will be the main one. Means get help or ten ayuda. Llama al 911. So call 911, guys, because we want to get there in ambulance, not drive yourself to the emergency room because that's not going to help you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What do, think, what do you think of the biggest misconceptions people have about stroke patients and those that are recovering from strokes? Okay, in my personal opinion, definitely not clinical, but I have been teaching for um, 18 years, over 2,000 workshops. I even train uh, certifications um, for AHA. So the biggest misconception is 
that it has to have big signs. Like you have to feel all this at the same time to have it. And the reality is you can have a silent stroke or you can have a silent heart attack. So we need to get to know us, you know, what's going on with us, what risk factors is very important. Like, do you have high blood pressure? Then I would be very keen to know, you know, what a stroke is because you could, you know, do you have high blood pressure? Do you have diabetes like myself? Do you have high cholesterol? And better than everything, are you managing it? Because if you have it, but you're not managing, then you are more, you know, three times likely to have one than a person that may not have those risk factors. So I think that's that's really important. And, you know, is it different for a man and a woman, right? Because sometimes, you know, man might experience it one way and a woman another. So it's really about learning all the ins and out of all the risk factors and all the possible signs because you may not get them all but if you get one and you're like "Ooh, this is just not normal this is not mercedes then you're like okay there's something wrong and i think that's saying get the light bulb to flow and say mm, something not wrong we need to get help okay no absolutely and you know even though that the campaign is in spanish and as we recognize this on an english radio station there are so many latinos that either they speak both languages mm -hmm. or they are english dominant but they have maybe spanish-speaking parents and so that education is very key to have that bilingual um, uh, education for for multiple generations how big is stroke in the hispanic community Okay, so if you think for the, the man, it's about 70%. Um, and it really goes up um, a lot in this time frame, like, you know, the holidays and all that kind of stuff. So again, what are we doing in the holidays? We get a little bit more stress and we tend to eat a lot more. And, um, you know, salty stuff that can raise that blood pressure. And I think for men, and I'm going to focus on that, men, they don't tend to go to the doctor as often as women do. And there may be that sign where, hey, there's nothing wrong with me. I just pulled a hard day's work. And they're not going to pay attention to the signs as much as um, maybe a woman would. Then, of course, then let's put it into the focus that if a man's not going to take care of himself, the importance of having a spouse, a wife, yes. a girlfriend, a sister to be able to watch out for these symptoms and then maybe get the man to listen. Exactly. And get them for that yearly checkup that we all need to know. I mean, we don't know you have high blood pressure or high cholesterol if we don't test you for it, right? Absolutely. And uh, according to some of your statistics on your website, only about 18% of Spanish speaking Hispanic Latinos surveyed were actually familiar with these stroke symptoms. So that's just even more fuel to the fire of why it's so important that we share this uh, with friends and family who speak Spanish, right? Yes. And, you know, one of the things that I really want to change that I've been working the past 25 years in our Hispanic community, because I mainly teach in Spanish because I can, and, and that's a privilege that I have, um, it's getting them to think prevention rather than, you know, uh, being proactive, not reactive. And we tend to go to the doctor, our Hispanic population, I know this for a fact, once we're like dragging ourselves into the emergency room or into the doctor. So, uh, and education doesn't seem to be um, some things that they venture into because we weren't maybe taught that way. There's some things that are still taboo and some of our health 
we're not going to disclose that we're sick because they may be this thing about I'm broken, right? Or there's something wrong with me. And I have been trying to tell people, hey, I will be the first one to share that my stroke has produced depression, right? That it was my 270 pounds that was compounding the problem on my health. So I needed to drop a hundred and something pounds. So I've been the first one opening and touching the subject. So maybe someone will feel comfortable and say, hey, it's okay to talk about our challenges. There is a study came up in the American Heart Association this week, talked about how stroke survivors and heart attack survivors, so many of them refuse to change their bad habits after a bad thing's happened. And almost three quarters of them say they don't know their cholesterol numbers and they don't necessarily want to know. How do you change that mindset in people that you need to change your habits? The ones you had beforehand, you need to stop doing them. Hey, I've been trying to work on that for 25 years. And in some cases, it has been frustrating because um, as a person, there's this fear while you're going through it and you swear you will change right and you do this strict by the book for three months and then you kind of fall back and you're like huh yeah, it wasn't so bad right I survived but one of the things that I keep putting out there into our community is what if just what if because if they would have taken my legs ooh, not so happy with that it would have taken the arms it would have so it's just trying to really Ask the person, what's important to you? Because at the end of the day, I can give you all the knowledge. I can share all of my history. But if if it's not relevant to you, then that change is not going to happen. But I trust that at some point in time, the light bulb goes on and then you forward. Perfect example. I started with AHA in 2006 at 270 pounds. But it wasn't until a small child at a school I was teaching hard power said, Miss Cruz, if everything works so well, why are you so fat? And I didn't take offense. I was like, wow, you know, somebody call me out. So I said, well, you know, I understand that I, that I like to eat, right? So I'll make small changes. And I started a walking path to, you know, honoring what I was teaching and being, you know, walk, walk the, the talk or talk the talk and walk the walk and help myself accountable. But um, until it meant something to me, then I didn't do anything. Now, I have fallen many times from the structure, but I get up and I said, this is important because I don't want to be that person in that wheelchair wondering, could I have done it differently and I would have gotten a different outcome, right? Because it's always action and consequences that we have to live with. Mercedes Cruz with the American Heart Association sharing more about Rapido, their latest campaign for the Hispanic Heritage Month starting on Friday. Thank you so much for your time and thank you for sharing your story. We appreciate you. Not a problem. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.